Hey everyone! <laughs> Welcome to TikTok's How She Built This. This series allows us to focus more intimately on business women who we know and who we've grown to really appreciate and invited them to share their journeys with us. So we've inadvertently kind of jumped on this journey trying to build our own podcast empire, if you will. And through throughout this journey, we've met um, wonderful, successful women with knowledge to share with us and um, as well as their experiences. So today we have Lisa Tran of Tan Tan Foods. And Lisa produces the most wonderful sauces. I personally know this because I've tried them and oh my God, I love them so much. Um, Lisa, please tell us about yourself, um, including Tan Tan Foods. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm such a fan of you guys and you guys have been so supportive. So thank you very much. Um, I would want to start at Tan Tan. The name Tan Tan in Vietnamese is pronounced Thung Thung, and Thung Thung means new, new. So it's a, an expression that we really say around the Lunar New Year, which is to wish somebody a wonderful new beginning. And so Tan Tan was a name that we chose for our family's restaurant that is now in its 23rd year. We will be celebrating our 23rd birthday this December. We are, oh my gosh. It's amazing. And um, so we have a Vietnamese restaurant called Tan Tan Cafe. So and how, then, how do I say it again? Do I, would I say like Tan Tan or Tan Tan, right? Is that what you just said? Yes. So it's Thung Thung in Vietnamese. We pronounce it Thung Thung. But at the restaurant, when I pick up the phone, I'll be like, hello, Tan Tan Cafe. How can I help you? So it's totally okay to call it Tan Tan. But traditionally, it's Thung Thung. And it means new, new. And I think it's a really apt uh, kind of uh, encompassing name of who our family is and the businesses that we have. So we've had the restaurant for quite a while. I grew up in the restaurant. And then um, in 2016, I had twins. So I had twins in, actually in 2014, but running the restaurant, we were kind of thinking, what should we do as an offshoot to kind of help one, supplement our family, but then also two, so that I could do something that doesn't require 14-hour work weeks at the restaurant, uh, 14 hour work days, seven days a week at the work at the restaurant. So um, I signed up for a class called getting a recipe to market because I figured out that I did have recipes from the restaurant that we've been making. And it was this intensive 12 week course, where at the end of the class, we would present to buyers at a uh, local uh, grocery chain here in Portland. So that was which, really nice. Which market was and, that? Um, it is the uh, New Seasons Markets. They also bought the Greenleaf Markets, which are Northern California. So they had, um, at the time, I think they had 16 stores. Now they have a little over 20. So we're in all of them. We were the very first company to have gone through this program and have the buyer just took all of our sauces. So is New Seasons, is that like an American chain or is that? 
Oh, that so that is so big, right? What is the <laughs> sauce that sold them? Was it your mom's hot chili sauce? Because I cannot stop talking about it. You're right. It is the mom's hot chili sauce. It's be. a funny name for that. Yeah, because it's a mixture of if you've ever had, you know, chili oil sauces or the fried chili sauces, but then also it's very um, emuls emulsified. So we cook it at a really high temperature. And in doing that, we're able to break down a lot of the um, chilies so that it's more of a balanced flavor. Whereas sometimes I feel like if, um, you know, we're cooking it and we're just adding it all in one pot and then just cooking to it separate at a certain temperature and then bottling it, you actually don't get like the nuanced layers of mm -hmm. different flavors and different ingredients that are in that sauce. And I think that's where our restaurant experience comes in because being in the restaurant, there's when, even if we have a recipe, there's a certain order as to when you're, you're adding every ingredient so that at the end result, when you're at the restaurant and you're eating any food, it's a it blossom. They call it blossoming on your palate. So oh, it totally blossoms on my palate. <laughs> so if you taste like that initial kick of the Thai chilies um, and then kind of a little bit more of like the zinginess of the lemongrass, you'll have some of the um, garlic, the earthiness garlic that comes in. And then there's that nice habanero that brings on that sweet heat that goes at the end. So all of our sauces are a little bit different. Um, you know, we kind of took like a, a different different CPG strategy where one, we didn't have a CPG strategy when we started out. It was more like we were focused on the restaurant and I just wanted something that I could potentially just work on five days a week and like customer service ends at five and then I could just have free weekends. Right. Um, but it's, it, it's a balance right now because we are growing pretty fast and I still am the only person who's running the retail line and my mom sees it as just a, a hobby really so, so you you are tan tan foods and then there's tan tan cafe and deli and that's yeah. kind of with with your parents right yeah so tan tan cafe and deli is my mom and i were partners in the restaurant mm -hmm. and then the offshoot of the sauces is something that i kind of started on my own how is it working with your mom Oh, gosh. I love my mom. Let me preface that. My mom and I talk. I say the same thing all the time. <laughs> my mom and I talk every single day. My mom is the most intelligent, the most uh, warm, the most um, just innovative, expressive woman there is. But in a, in a Vietnamese household such as mine, my mom is also the matriarch and she's the boss. So whatever she says goes, regardless if I hold more of a priority stake in our restaurant, she's still the boss. Mm -hmm. So um, she also has the mentality that, you know, the restaurant is going to be a better uh, revenue stream for our family because at the end of the day, we get paid every single day. Whereas the sauce line, it's more of a numbers game. You really have to scale up because the margins are so much lower to be able to do that. So the funny that's thing that risk, that risk, it's so brave to take. Right. I, and I, I so admire businesswomen and entrepreneurs like you because, I mean, that's a risk and it pays off, I'm sure. 
but sometimes it's like a, it's a little hard because it's a little unpredictable. Yeah, yes. you you go, you go. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, your your mom must be so proud that you have taken her hot chili sauce, which is my new favorite sauce, and just made it available. And so all these people know about Lisa's mom's hot chili sauce. Is she very <laughs> proud of that? She is. She is happy that it's getting out there. And I mean, ultimately, just like the restaurant, our end goal is to be able to share our flavors and share our heritage and our culture through our food with as much people as possible. And I feel like that's kind of lent itself into the sauce line where we're reaching cities and even countries. We've like shipped out to England or shipped out to New Zealand or Canada. Okay, I didn't know that. With our sauces, yeah. So it's like it's able to, you know, share our flavors on a much larger scale. But on the other hand, my mom is also super humble and just so, you know, she's at the end of the day, she's just so happy to be able to have people appreciate the flavors. And I think I get a lot of that from her too, just, you know, trying to keep her head down. We appreciate all the people who have given us amazing feedback and actually all the customers who kind of set us on this journey in the first place, who really wanted us to bottle these sauces so they could in turn share it with their family and friends. Um, It's funny because if you look at our bottle, there's an illustration on there. It's an illustration that's based on a photograph of my mom, actually, when she was a schoolgirl going to Vietnam. And originally, um, the photograph was with her face on the picture. And so the illustrator, what they did was they did an ink composite with my mom's face. And so, you know, when we see other bands like Yoshida's teriyaki sauce, etc., you know, their, their faces are on there. So I didn't think it would be anything different to have my mom's face on there. But my mom was like, that was a hard stop for her. Like, no, I do not want my face in the picture. So the illustrator actually turned it around. And so all you see on the bottle is just her backside and the the flowy uh, aoyai, the traditional schoolgirl dress that she wears. So that is so humble. <laughs> yeah. Not to talk about someone else's food, but are, are you familiar with like Lao Gan Ma? Chinese, it's like a Szechuan sauce that um, like it's chili. It's like a chili oil. Yes. Yes. And it has the lady's face on it. That's yeah. what I was sort of just thinking about when you were talking about oh, your mom yeah. could have had her beautiful face on the sauce, but she's so humble. Yeah. She really did not want her face on that. So she was almost the next Lao Gan Ma. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Okay. So I I feel like I could talk to you for hours. I would but, love uh, to talk to you for hours. I, I can't wait till we can actually hang out in real life because you know we're meeting. You know we're visiting you in Portland. And, yeah. and you're always welcome to come and stay and even visit. I mean, come and visit and even stay. In- I've already told Tim that you guys are coming and staying with me at my house. I'm going to take you to eat. I'm going to take you hiking. We are going to have so much fun in Portland. I can't wait. <laughs> this is great. And I have to warn you that I'm not the best hiker. <laughs> Incline and decline. That's like very scary for me. But I will I will survive. I will I will participate because I am part of a team. I'll but hold up uh, hot chili sauce in front of you like a carrot. That is it. That's the brains. That's your that's your business brains, you know. <laughs> so one one very important question I have for you is with regard to the hardships and 
obstacles that you may have faced. What are some of those? And um, if you if you can, please share how you've overcome them. I think the biggest hardship and obstacle is that, you know, as an Asian American woman, um, you know, we tend to come off a little bit younger. And so it younger in any business seems to translate into lack of experience or, you know, being a little bit more quiet also comes off lack of experience and not being, not having that voice to be able to stand up and being talked over. Um, so I experienced a little bit of that, but I think through this process, if anything, being able to demo our product in stores and talking to customers, I've really found my voice because I'm so interested in sharing these sauces. And I'm so passionate about getting these sauces into the hands of as many people as I can. I mean, of course, sales are nice, but at the end of the day, you know, our core story and our core values is that we make a really high quality premium product. And in a way, it's our family's story packaged in this wonderful bottle of sauce that we would really love to share with you and share our flavors with you. And I think changing it that way rather than more of like, I guess, a traditional mindset of let's focus on the numbers, let's focus on the sales and the data. For me, every demo opportunity was an opportunity to tell our story and to share our story. And I think doing that helped me find a voice and build a foundation for what the brand is to this day. The story is just so important and it's such a wonderful story that I really want to share it with everyone. Oh, I love it. And to me, I, and I, I feel you on the on the kind of Asian woman sort of uh, bad obstacle because, like in law, I'll be I'll be in a courtroom with like all white older men, and you know um, they they do perceive us as younger, maybe less experienced. But hey, we get it done, and look at you getting. Your mom's hot chili sauce and the other sauces. I like them too. I that sweet fish sauce I've dipped in egg roll. I, I totally have. And it was it was <laughs> it was so it was so delightful. But look at you getting all this done and sharing this wonderful Asian sauce with ingredients that aren't so common, like Thai chilies. Is there soybean sauce in there? Is there some soybeans in there? There's, we make our own soybean paste. So there's a soybean paste that goes in there. A fermented element. Mm-hmm. I, I love fermented foods, even though <laughs> it doesn't always sound super appetizing. Like that's what that's what's getting shared with the masses, and you know, mm-hmm. lucky for them that you took the effort to to do that. So yeah, it, it goes back to the story and like our common goals of just wanting to get it in every single pantry, you know, for people to try. And we feel like, although it is branded as a we are a Vietnamese family, we are a Vietnamese owned business. These flavors go with everything. If you make like a, you know, a bolognese sauce, you can add a little bit of that hot chili oil, that hot chili sauce, and it just kind of brightens up the dish a little bit. You can do ribs with the hoisin sauce. You can do like a ham with the peanut sauce glaze. There's so many things. Oh, that yeah. That, ooh. <laughs> I can't wait to do that. I can't wait to do that. And, you know, I, I love how you talked about sharing your story sharing especially your family's story. Can you share your can you share that story with us? 
Yeah, so my mom was one of the thousands of uh, Vietnamese boat people who left Vietnam. Uh, they escaped in, well, their first escape was in 1975, and then their boat got caught by the Northern Vietnamese Army, and my dad was able to jump off the boat and swim away, and my mom yeah. couldn't swim, so she was put in, a, you know, like a, they called it a re-education camp. She was there for 10 days, and she held on to my dad's jacket, and so to keep her warm. And when she was released, she asked her friends who this jacket belonged to, and they said it belonged to Vin Tran, my dad. And so my mom knocked on his door, and my dad fell in love because my mom came from a more prominent family. That's she how they was, met? That's how they met. And so you can see my round face. I get that little round, like, sweetheart, uh, you know, chin for my mom. But she was a little chubbier. And um, so that's how they met. And my dad was just drawn to her chubbiness because, you know, in Asian culture, it means, you know, prosperity and health. And so then together, they, you know, it's a war-torn country. They weren't able to get married. They had an informal engagement where they asked the blessings from both sides of the family. And then they planned another escape. And then they escaped in, 19, in late 1976. And um, I think two or three days into their journey, their boat was raided by Thai pirates. And they were- oh, I'm, As a Thai person, I apologize. It's okay. You were, I'm sure you were not a Thai pirate. <laughs> in, in, my, in my prior life, in my future life, I will never be a Thai pirate. I promise you that. But I've heard about these Thai pirates and I, I don't like what they do. So I, I object. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that their boat caught. I'm sorry for interrupting, but I just had to say that as a Thai person when I hear about Thai people doing bad things. No, they were actually relieved by another Thai fisherman who came by. He had a big boat. And then after the Thai pirates took everything, they were just, I mean, even the motor, the little motor that was on their little fishing boat, they took. And so what the big Thai fisherman did was he tied their little boat to their his big boat and he tugged them to shore onto an island in Thailand. And then from there, they were able to go to a triage point in Thailand for all the Vietnamese boat people to figure out which refugee camp had room. And so my parents were triaged to Indonesia. So that's where they were for about five years. And that's where I was born. I was a refugee camp baby. So I was born in Indonesia. And then, oh. So I, 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 I'm kind of just like inserting my comments here. But next business venture is writing their story into a book. Because I would, <laughs> I would read it like that. That's, that's amazing. Thank you. Okay. And you know, this, this experience of the Vietnamese boat people isn't unique to my parents. It's, it's a story that I feel like is so universal in Vietnamese culture, especially the Viet Gu. They call the Viet Gu are the people who've, you know, expatriates of, um, of Vietnam. But it's a story that was so incredibly traumatic that people don't really talk about it, you know. So it was just how we were raised. My, my dad is a storyteller. My dad was months away from becoming a, a priest. He was in seminary school until he met my mom because all of the schools were shut down and my mom was an elementary school principal. And so, you know, they came from very highly educated backgrounds, but yet it was just when the Vietnam War ended and the Northern Army came and took over Saigon, you know, life as they knew it had 
ended. And so they really needed to find a way out to leave. And so that's what spurred their journey and what spurred the journey and the of so many other Vietnamese boat people during this time. So and that's how that's what happened before they got to Oregon. Mm-hmm. Gosh. And, and then, but then they were super entrepreneurial. And my mom, it's funny because my mom, when she was pregnant with me at the refugee camp, she really craved sauce because there was no fish sauce. There wasn't any, you know, shrimp paste or any There's of no these fish sauce in Indonesia? Well, I guess maybe not at the camps. Not at the camps. They were they were fed rations. And so what they did was my mom would use things like limes and she would use salt water and she would use, you know, to sugar to make like a fish sauce that she cooked so much, but there wasn't fish, fish sauce that was there. Um, and then when we came to America, my parents, you know, my mom worked at Nike and then my dad worked at Boeing. But uh, during some point, my mom had retired early from Nike and my dad um, Boeing being highly unionized, they were going through union contracts and my dad was laid off. And so at that time, it was like really uncertain future, worrying about how to pay for, you know, kids college and school, how to pay the mortgage. And my uncle up in Canada had a deli that was making all of the Vietnamese hams and pâtés. Um, and at the same time, it was the dawn and the early stages of uh, mad cow disease where um, they shut down the borders of importing and exporting all the meats. So they built up quite a reputation of people from the Pacific Northwest going up to Vancouver, Canada to buy all these Vietnamese hams. But when the borders closed, nobody was able to do it anymore. And so they approached my parents. Would they be interested in opening a deli and, you know, and like selling these meats because they knew that they had a, a customer base here. So my parents being adventurous, they said yes. And so that's how it started. They opened Tan Tan in its current location now in Beaverton, which is about 10 minutes outside of Portland, downtown Portland. And it started off as just a deli case showcasing all of our hams and our beef meatballs. And then we had a huge uh, supermarket section, which wasn't necessarily like purpose to sell things. It was more like storage areas so that we could keep our other <laughs> ingredients on the shelf. And if people wanted to buy it, that would be great. But if not, we would just go and like pick off items from the shelf to make. But There's that you know, business acumen. It was. And then just thinking about like, oh, well, we want to showcase like how these meats are sold. So they started making bun mi, the Vietnamese sandwiches. Mm-hmm started making little bowls of noodle soup that wasn't anything like pho, but it was a great way to showcase the meatballs. And then just pretty soon, you know, the grocery side and our deli case got smaller and it got replaced with more tables and chairs. And we just became a a full-blown dine-in restaurant. And that led to an offshoot. We opened another location in Vancouver, Washington, which I ran for the longest time. So and it wasn't until, like I said, I had twins and the restaurant up in Vancouver that I ran, it was open for 10 years. And, you know, we just thought, well, I could just do the sauces and run the restaurant and have babies and, you know, have a wonderful life at the same time. But it didn't really happen that way because it's hard to balance. And my husband had this wonderful idea of like, let's figure out what we can do. And he has been such a driving force between 
beyond like the support, but he's like taking care of my kids so that I could go out and demo. He is like so great at like when I'm at home and I'm eating dinner with them, like, what do you say? Tell mommy, thank you. And it's just, it really does take a village. (laughs) Where it is. So now we've sold our Vancouver location. We had customers who saw me struggling and they actually came and asked if they could buy that location. They wanted to, so they wanted to start their own entrepreneurial journey as well. And we happily sold it to them. It's a different name. It's not Tan Tan, but it's another family restaurant. And I came back to Beaverton and I'm still balancing working at the Beaverton location and running the sauce. So this is where we are today. I'm so glad you acted on your idea to do something that would kind of facilitate you being able to be a mom and enjoy your kids and watch them grow up. It's such mm-hmm. a it's such an inspiration for someone like me who's in the office right now on a Sunday. But <laughs> that, that's okay. I, I still have much to be grateful for. Um, yeah, it's all about finding balance and all, you know, when we share our story, not not that my balance is going to work for your balance or your balance is going to work for mine. I think your balance would work for me. I would love to have <laughs> But sorry, sorry. But, no, no. I love these conversations. <laughs> then it's like, you know, I'm constantly learning. I think as humans and as women, especially, we're taught from a young age to listen and to learn. And I think being able to, I have such wonderful role models and such wonderful mentors. My mom, especially being number one on that list, is just such an inspiration for me. So I'm able to have that wonderful opportunity to pick and pull and try it out to see what works for me. And, you know, I think what you guys are doing, sharing all these wonderful stories, it's like, I hope that somebody can find something that I've done in this crazy adventure that might inspire or work for them too. Cause I know watching your past episodes, I found so many inspirational women and I'm so honored to be part of this today. Oh, we're so blessed to have you. So I guess, I guess I have to wrap up. Although <laughs> you will be here. You, we, we would love to have you on again. I'm, I know we can talk for hours. Maybe we'll do like when we visit, we'll, we'll do like a, like a live YouTube of our adventures <laughs> and our I'd, conversations. Yes, I'd love it. A lot of fun is about to be had by mm-hmm. by us. So <laughs> I'll ask, I'll ask t- um, two more questions. One is, I guess, a piece of advice you would give to your younger self as you were s- starting out on your Tantan Sauces journey. Hmm. I think my piece of advice is to concentrate and just enjoy the space that you're in every day. It's easy to be overwhelmed by your to-do list or all the things that need to happen. But if you're spending time with your kids or if you're spending time with your family or your husband or partner, just be present in that moment because all that other stuff is going to happen regardless of what's happening at this very moment. I mean, right. just enjoy that that time and be present in the moment. Mm-hmm. Like if, if it doesn't get done today, it'll get done tomorrow. It'll yep. get done when it absolutely has to get done. Yes. I love that. I love that. Okay. So in closing, please tell us how we can find you. Well, 
uh, first, I want to prioritize my own personal question. In Southern California, is there a place, like, is there a market I can find Tan Tan sauces at, or do I have to order online? So ordering online is the best bet right now. We are okay. working with a broker who's very, he's in Fresno. So he's been working on getting us into quite a few stores. So I will have to keep you guys updated, but currently um, it's direct, direct to consumer. So you can just okay. go to our website, tantanfoods.com backslash shop. And if you order from there, most likely you'll get a handwritten (laughs) handwritten card from me, which is my favorite part of putting these packages together. Uh, My kids actually put, like, we pay them a quarter for every box they put together. So it's really a family operation. So you will have a bit of our family when we send it to you. Oh, I love it. I love it. Lisa, thank you so much for joining us today. We can't wait to continue to speak with you in the future. And also just keep, like, I, I, I know I'm ordering your mom's hot chili sauce. And like, not to, not to, you know, uh, I, I need to give more credit to the other sauces too, because I, I love them, but I'm also like, I'm Thai, like, I love my spicy food. And and that was a very unexpected nice kick because when you told me that, you know, these sauces, they're they're in a lot of just um like American stores, which is again, I I can't compliment you enough for getting into those stores with these sauces, but I I imagined it would be a little bit more mild, like so more people or I guess uh, you know, to, to placate the masses, but oh my gosh, it's a nice kick. It's a healthy kick. Mm-hmm. It has the heat. It'll make you sweat. It's so good. <laughs> it's really good. Thank you so much. Thank you for oh, having okay. me. So um, to all of our listeners, thank you for joining us. We hope you've enjoyed listening to Lisa and her journey and her parents' journey. Oh, my gosh. There's probably there's so much more to hear from you, but um, she gave you her website. Can you give us your Instagram? Our Instagram is just at Tan Tan Foods. And then so, from there, you can DM me. My DMs are open. <laughs> so. That's great. I have I have more questions about your sauces and your parents. Okay. <laughs> Love story. Okay. So, oh. so thank you, everyone. And we will talk to you soon. Thank you.